what we're going to try is I've been researching particularly terrible takes on gaming, women, men, uh, and the world. Um, just to see what else, what else is out there to see, is there, is there anything that we can learn from any wisdom that we've not picked up? Um, but, uh, I've, I've been finding to my detriment, I haven't done much research since university that, um, Jem, you, your, your business is, is gardening and plants. You know what happens when you plant <laughs> a load of seeds? A load of different weird trees grow. Uh, that is that is what that's what's been happening. Um, and so the general format is: I will read out something, and we will mock it mercilessly because uh, it's very silly. Uh, but then move on to. Uh, unfortunately, these things have a serious side, um, so we'll have a bit of fun, tempered with a bit of our feminist lens um to start off with we're gonna have a look at u.s politicians and their uh, their uh, their particular viewpoint on gaming particularly men and masculinity that's where we're gonna start um there's a senator uh, a republican senator from missouri called josh hawley and he, he worries that feminism has driven meant pornography and video. Uh, but news for him, we've been doing that anyway. So <laughs> he's wrong on that. Um, and he uh, he's ridiculed, uh, well, I don't know what a homily is, but he talks a lot about manly virtues. So I imagine that's what, that's what that means. Um, he says that he well he doesn't cite sources for his belief that men were watching pornography more frequently, um, but that suggests that it's just from personal experience, which means he's watching a lot of porn and playing video games at the moment. Um, he says the left, which includes us, want to define traditional masculinity as toxic. They want to define that the traditional masculine virtues, things like courage independence and assertiveness as a danger to society do those sound do those sound like positive they sound very positive don't they yeah that's a straw man argument isn't it is yeah. you end up arguing over something you know and you can't like those aren't those are all good qualities really yeah. i don't think anyone's gonna have a problem with those no There's a bit of a um, uh, – this is both positive and negative in that uh, incredibly privileged, ignorant men in positions of power that they don't understand. It's not just a British problem um, because <laughs> Hawley is the son of a banker who attended private school before studying at Stanford and Yale and then clerked for a Supreme Court chief justice and became a law professor. Now, who does that sound like? <laughs> it sounds like the the kind of people that Caroline shouts about <laughs> a lot. Yeah. About the people she grew up with. Do you feel like? Um, uh, where do you think these that that kind of 
this kind of argument comes from these people who have no understanding but still speak so confidently. I guess because they haven't been told anything else or that their their viewpoint always been um, it's always been supported and always been you know there's someone behind them all the way all the way through their life like just kind of encouraging that viewpoint so there's never been any challenges to it or or any wider viewpoints for them to consider I suppose yeah, it feels like the ch- ch- that's the word challenge yeah. They don't get challenged, but Definitely they think they've not. been challenged. Um, yeah, and but it's, um, sorry, I was just going to say, it's kind of an example of um, sort of uh, repressed um, or suppressed um, uh, bias and, and um, um, self distaste isn't it because it's it's basically as you say it's likely that this man has been enjoying his porn in his games for a while and therefore you know and and but he knows that that's not socially acceptable the gaming and the porn um and um comfortable with that combination of, of and therefore it has to be somebody's Somebody else's fault that this is mm. happening. Somebody else's problem, and it's it. You know, he can't help himself because circumstances are such that 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 has created the situation. That is the best he can do. And I guess I think that we have these kind of arguments come out of that. You need a lot of therapy to probably untangle that on an individual basis. Mm. So I'm making very sweet statements about the man that I know nothing about, but uh, that's just. Um... <laughs> well, I think I think um, your your sweeping statements will be proved to be rather uh, more like um, toothbrush statements, <laughs> because um, we're gonna. I, I I think that what we're gonna find is quite a lot of patterns uh, emerging in these particularly terrible takes. Um, so you're completely, that, that thing is, it's a shame. There is shame at the center of this, which it's, which people with privilege, they take that shame that they feel or that they've learned um, and use their privilege to, to use that to try and, to try and change things. Mm. And porn and games are great. You don't need to worry. You don't need to worry about porn when it comes to it being used as education. That's the that's like the that's the main problem. Because if you're an adult, then then who cares? Um, he let's see. He uh, he doesn't like Hollywood either. He thinks Hollywood delivers the toxic masculinity theme ad nauseum in television and film. Is that true? Is mm. Hollywood saying that masculinity is toxic, or is it just providing an endless slew of attractive, strong men in their thirties? Mm. That's a difficult one because it's subjective, I suppose, isn't it? You see what you want to see out of it. 
you hear a lot of people, don't you, saying, like, "Oh, it's it's um, uh, political correctness gone mad," you know, that, that you can't move, saying, you know, gay couples yeah. or um, same or um, mixed race families, and you know, it's oh my gosh, and the reality. Is if you sit down and you actually count all the examples mm. of these, it's very small. I think the thing is, is that because of the way the human brain works, because we are designed to spot the difference, you know, we're designed to spot aren't what we're used to, because those are usually the risks that we do latch on to these things when we see this, and then we think it's everywhere but in reality it isn't everywhere it's mm-hmm. it's um it's that it it's just that it used to be nowhere and that's the thing it's it's that it is there now in small amounts you know but it feels mm-hmm. to people who you know are have a concern or feel like they might be threatened by this change that it's everywhere so i think i think no I don't think. I mean, I do think Hollywood have have started and do do um, do talk about the concepts of toxic masculinity, and I think they are trying to be more intersectional. And I think the Me Too movement did have and having an effect on on Hollywood, and I think that you know that was something we weren't going to see overnight because you know the these process these films take years to come out and then when you shove the pandemic in the middle of that you know we're now seeing the film being made in the way of me too so we're now seeing that that impact um so i do think they do do some of it and i think there is this idea of, of hollywood being sort of left-leaning mm-hmm. um but i don't i still think there's there's plenty there for the oh know, yeah Alpha men <laughs> to find. <laughs> yeah, the, the idea of the the hyper feminized society that we talked about um, last week, mm-hmm. and you say that the thing like Hollywood and media is more is left leading. They're going where the money is. That's all it is, mm-hmm. and that means mm-hmm. that there's more money mm-hmm. to the left, and that is driving them insane. Absolute insanity. <laughs> as the, pro- the problem, part of the problem is, as we will continue, this is only our first. This is only our first little uh, bit. Is these people can be very nice, very friendly, very personable, very well educated, um, and say things, say things like that, and it gives it that credibility. Of a, a senator said this, um, and he also he he cannot stop talking about porn. He says, uh, "We've we've got to say that spending your time not working, spending your time on video games, spending your time watching on, on online is not good for you, your family, or your country." <laughs> Does he want to set up a self help group? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think he just wants other people to talk to him about porn. <laughs> Because we t- all we t- we talk about games and feminism, yeah, that's what we talk about. Um, and I think he needs to just start a podcast about games and porn and how they interact. <laughs> we have 
we have uh, wandered into that in many of our episodes, I'm sure, in some ways. But uh, so you could say the two are are linked. They um, oh, what else does he say? There's um, oh, we'll we'll move on to the radical homosexual extremists in a moment. Okay. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> you'll find that as with um, a lot of people who uh, have very very strong anti-LGBT views so often they'll be found to be cavorting uh, with like a, there'll be a, a male senator who's cavorting with men in secret and that's just that side of that ultra oppression the more you talk about mm-hmm. something and the angry you get the more it's it's there's something inside and just normally it's a, that that hypocrisy is delicious when it happens it's like that song from um from the Mormon musical turn it off like a light switch just got to turn off all the bad thoughts and <laughs> shove them in a box and close the box and then you'll be okay <laughs> <laughs> that's basically the gist of it yeah it's uh, the book of Mormon the musical sorry I should have said the title properly so it's a very funny song but uh, yeah have you seen it I haven't actually seen the actual show, but I've listened to the soundtrack many times. Yes, yeah, not warm. one for not one for families. Let's say <laughs> uh, it was done by yeah. the people who made South Park, right. so it must be. That, that gives you a little clue there, but uh, yeah, it's <laughs> very funny. Mormons, uh, they get a lot of flack because their religion has some extremely odd things but i think it is unfair to hold them apart from a lot of religions because you they get credibility with time it seems so maybe in 2000 years mormons will be have a bit more um yeah we once had some mormons come to my local museum when i was on front of house and i thought well that's strange well you know because you wonder why they'd be coming to a place like a museum but I suppose they just fancied having a look around. They had their little name badges and everything. Um, so it was quite interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, so they've got the, the musical for yeah. fun and the little badges and the, the golden plates and the magic underwear. Um, but there was also the side that they thought that black people were mm. not human beings of Satan until mm. like 20 years ago. Pretty much, yeah. That's a reference in one of the songs as well. When God changed his mind about black people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they are genius. Absolute genius. Um, I think... uh, (laughs) But we stray too far into Mormon stories, I think. Yes, yes. We'll we'll talk, I'm sure we'll get onto them. I'm sure the Mormons have thoughts on video games as well. Yeah. so Josh Hawley, we'll leave him to his uh, porn and video games for the moment. Um, there is a gentleman by the name of Tony Perkins, and he is president of the Family Research Council, which sounds very benevolent, benevolent and nice. Um, and a quote made in 2012 uh, about uh, either you played Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. I know it. I know it very well, but I've never played it. Yeah. Yeah, super, super like 
one of the like biggest games ever and i've never played it made by bioware i didn't realize bioware of mass effect mm-hmm. and dragon age um <laughs> what uh, have you have either of you played um, mass effect or dragon age i know you've played dragon age haven't yeah. you Jim? yeah how, yeah, how would you <laughs> what would you just say is one of the defining aspects of a bioware game in terms of characters what you can do and usually the um the fact that you can choose your parents and choose your gender in the, with them quite the quite a key thing That's, um yeah and you can play yeah you can play as either male or female or and you can um have re- um, romantic relations with characters, other characters. Ha! I've caught you. You <laughs> are one of those radical homosexual extremists, Jem. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> I knew! As Tony Perkins said, it makes no sense that Bioware and Electronic Arts would shatter the family quality in Star Wars games just to appease to radical homosexual extremists like us <laughs> mm-hmm. so is... What, is he saying that star wars is about specific family units and like such like or is that what he's aiming at there is a know? there is a quote somewhere further along the page that addresses that very question I see. Um, and what else does he say Ah, so yeah, the, the, this is the 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 seed analogy I said at the start, I see. Um, where you think, oh, that's that's silly. It's, he said that in 2012. Uh, maybe he's amazing in may, or in all these other other ways. Uh, but then <laughs> you Google him a little bit, and um, ah, yes. Uh, he warned, if government can force the normalization or even the celebration as something as universally unnatural as men using women's restrooms and vice versa, then it can force the rest of its agenda on American people very easily, resulting in social chaos and the breakdown of all sexual inhibition and morality. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, but my bathrooms aren't very natural, even in the first one. I mean, what does it mean? The natural, something as unnatural as sharing the bathroom. Ridiculous statement. <laughs> we are the only species that uses toilets, aren't we? Technically, <laughs> yeah. Well, unless. The- like pets are domesticated, they have their own toilets, but that's because we make them. Yes, we enforced yeah. it on them. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Univ- you can't say something's universally unnatural. <laughs> that's such. That's such a good point, Jeb. Mm. Oh, you know, he also took um, took umbrage with uh, gay people in the military. Home, uh, I think. No, this is someone called. I don't know if he said it or there's a, someone called McGuinness who I think this was him quoting McGuinness. 
predicting that heterosexual service members would be forced to take sensitivity classes that promote the homosexual lifestyle. Homosexual activists seek to force the US military to embrace their radical views and sexual conduct, no matter the consequences for combat effectiveness. Which, what are the com- the consequences for combat effectiveness? You see, I've got I've got theories about why uh, the, the 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 gay panic is is so prevalent, um, which is men panicking if they think a man is um, attracted to them or coming on to them. That um, it it feels like. I think men think of uh, maybe I'll come on to that uh, another time. I haven't fully f- fleshed out that thought, and I don't want to. I don't. Wanna. We hope you enjoyed that episode of Gaming the System. If you want to support us, you can donate to us through our PayPal by sending it to wearegamingthesystem at gmail.com if you want to send us a one-off donation. If you want to donate to us monthly, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gamingthesystem. Until next time, bye-bye.